Welcome to the show where where the king of the West doesn't really make any sense anymore. But just like um, Logan Paul has the number one podcast in the world, I'm the king of the West. I don't know. Yeah, right. And as I said last time we brought that up, Kiss is the biggest band in the world. When they first said that, was that not true? Supposedly, they were never the biggest band in the world. They were extremely successful. Could have the guy from, could Chad Kroger have once said we're the biggest band in the world? Probably. There's right, a lot so of it doesn't ways. really mean anything. Then. Well, there's a lot of, the biggest doesn't always mean the best. You're damn right, Michael. It sure doesn't. It rarely does. So let's could just also say, mean by volume if they're like the fattest. <laughs> Maybe I'm the Kiss underground. Kiss is the biggest bass player. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Maybe we're the underground kings of the West. That's even cooler. That does sound pretty sweet. Right? It's got it a makes, little bit of a Ninja Turtle vibe. I'm into it. You could argue that we're not, but in the underground, yeah, everybody knows we're the kings. I'm not comfortable claiming this. I feel like there's going to be a motorcycle gang waiting outside for us after this. Oh. I was, I, I'm yeah, not scared Mark of a lot of things, Michael, but <laughs> I am scared of a motorcycle club that wants to beat me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. like... I would no offense to my brothers and sisters, but I would I would be scared if the Wolf Knives wanted to come and get me. And they're not even a real motorcycle club. This is a gang of people, man. You can't beat a gang of people. You ever seen like it's like that thing, midgets and ducks? Like how many ducks could you fight? And yeah, it versus a horse. Well, let yeah. me ask you something. So the Wolf Knives is your motorcycle gang? No, it's not. Don't say that. That's the one that's going to get a. That's club why you to guys you guys have the. No, we don't know. We don't. <laughs> 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 Not even funny to joke about, dude. I might have to get that dump button for that show. I can't live like that. Oh, hey, man, are you the guy with the wolf nut? No, I'm not. No. So the 10 toughest, most street fight ready wolf knives. Yeah. How do you think they fare against? Like if we if we organized a big battle royale of Southern California. <laughs> the Hells Angels versus the wolf knives versus <laughs> yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But you're, you you get to pick the toughest guys. Yeah. And, and oh, they, do and, they get to pick their toughest guys? No, that it's whatever bar they took over years and years ago. Right. Whoever's there on a Tuesday afternoon versus your toughest guys. Are they allowed to stab and shoot you? It's the only thing they know. Are the wolf say, knives allowed to uh, stab? I don't think a lot of wolf knives. Maybe some wolf knives. Yeah. You guys are allowed to be on meth just the same as they are. Well, I know some wolf knives that are <laughs> troops that have yeah. uh, weapons yes. and know how to use them. Yep. Does that count? Yes, of course it does. Right? Isn't that where motorcycle gangs originally came from? These guys from had gone and, and served in the military and they came back and were missing that sort of... I believe there would be a thing there. Yeah. 
They got a kinship going there. Yeah, I think the timing lines up pretty well. I don't uh, know that there were Hell's Angels in the I 1930s. I thought it had something to do with the uh, really handsome guy that died in Hollywood. Stuff. Marlon Brando. No. James oh, Dean. Oh, wow. Yeah, James Dean. Because even before. Was he before Brando? No. Brando. Oh, so the bikey movies was mm-hmm. was Brando. So Telly's right. The, he knows the yeah. old school like in black and white movies. The wild, the wild one. The classic yeah, thing yeah, in that is it. That's right. Johnny, what are you rebelling against? And this, what do you got? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I really like that guy. Yeah. That was in 1945 terms like, I fist Fuck. fucked your mom yeah. over brunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fully fist fucked your mother. <laughs> what do you got to rebel against? Fist fucking your mom. Next question. Yeah. Yeah, those guys were dark back then. Yeah. Somebody said Bubblegum was kind of rebellious, right? Wait, Bubblegum was yeah. rebellious? A little bit. Really? Wasn't it? I don't I don't know. When I watched Hollywood movies, it seemed like I got in trouble for chewing gum a lot. Oh, in school, yeah. It was not welcome in school. I think that's I thought I think on that, the streets, like Oh, really? Could, that's Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My 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 grandma was telling me this past week that when she was in school, she got detention a lot because she would like to chew gum. Yes, yeah, see? She she one time, like they put her in detention. And the teacher made her take the gum out of her mouth and stick it on the end of her nose. Yeah. And she had to sit there with gum on her nose for all of detention. Oh. And she sneaked behind her and there was a whole row of girls that all had gum hanging off their nose. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. I remember one time I went to a camp. Uh, I think it was for a school thing. And uh, I know that I did. they did the talent contest and I did uh, Eye of the Tiger where I air sang uh, Eye of the Tiger while my friend who was um he wasn't special needs he was really small and frail and like had a his nose was kind of flat and wide he was a white guy though and he had like weird curly hair and he was like really he wasn't malnutritioned because he you know mean he ate shit (laughs) right but he was crazy man it was a little (laughs) man i don't know if you're allowed to do that but he was is Timmy was in a wheelchair, right? I, mean, I don't know yeah. if it was. He still is, right? He remains in a wheelchair. To this, right. day. this guy wasn't in a wheelchair, but do you, you think he could beat me up, your friend? No way. Really? He was when we were because I didn't go to school for very long, so we're talking thirteen, maybe. And well, we no, went not to a not camp like- thing, and he on the scale of thirteen-year-olds, he was a foot shorter than all of us, which means. On the scale of adults, it was like two foot shorter because we were all little anyway. <laughs> right. And he was so, little for little guys. I'm picturing a very large fetus. He looked like a baby a little bit. <laughs> but if you put 38-year-old him against me at 38. <laughs> I feel so. I feel like this is really funny, but it sucks. And I, and I never even recalled. I was just going to tell you about at that thing, yeah. I pushed a plate at lunch and I got fucking uh, put in my room. For a whole day and wasn't allowed to do any of the things that everybody did the whole day because when I finished my meal, I pushed the plate in front of me. And I remember not understanding how that was rude, offensive, or I really, I was like, I'm done. You threw it on the floor? No, I pushed it. I pushed it. Not That went too far. I pushed it to about here. And she was like, that's it. You're, and I'm like, what? But getting back to the talent contest, mm-hmm. I forgot his name, but... You know, some kids we'll call are him Tim. Kids are mean, <laughs> and some kids didn't want to be friends with him because he was super frail and shit. Like he had like weird knuckles and stuff. Like his hand, <laughs> it looked like he had like a. Oh man, stop <laughs> laughing. 
I'm trying to explain this, guys. If he might probably be fucking dead right now, yeah. you know that? Like, right, right, right. he looked like he was going to make it to 50. He was, he was 12 and he looked like he was, you know what he was like? The reverse Brad Pitt guy. Benjamin Button. He was Benjamin Button. He was like wrinkly and his skin was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Jason, if it seemed like a sunburnt baby or something, you know, like it was always peeling. It's like a little bit of a quado. He was, no, man, no, he wasn't a quado. Like he fully talked and moved and shit. Hey, quado yeah, talks. Like, yeah, legs. He didn't come out of someone else's chest. <laughs> I'm trying to understand if he granted you a wish. <laughs> Did the wish invariably take a turn into something bad and unintended? Right. He could, he, his home could have been a wooden box. When he got dropped back to get off camp, he might be Babu Nook Nook for all I know. But, but a I'll, hell of a drummer. But I'll tell you this Babu Nook Nook is cool with Jason because. Oh, he's not uh, putting any curses on you that's then. That's what I'm saying. Those other kids that were mean to him might be fucking in hell right now. But yeah. He's going to he, curse. Tully. He was always he was always <laughs> cool with me, but I remember I was doing the song, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Rising up, shaking the top, and everyone was cheering and really liking it. And I was like, oh wow, I'm, we're kicking ass. And I turn around and <laughs> Baba Nook Nook is <laughs> slapping the riff, like fucking, you know what I mean? Like rocking the air drums. And because he's super, you know what I mean, doesn't move good and his hands are stuff are bad and he was so getting so loose people loved it and mm-hmm. he kind of became a bit of a legend and all of a sudden way cooler to everybody because they were like oh he knows i the tiger and back then when you were 12 and you knew i the tiger that means you're a man you're pretty rock and roll you were rock and roll that was a rock and roll song baby. yeah that's death metal yeah. to a 12 year old <laughs> i was gonna say we <laughs> were know. pretty dark for the eye of the time we're gonna rise up baby yeah so he became a bit of a legend that's cool. I don't know what happened to him, but it's weird because I was friends with him and I was friends with this other guy that I do remember, Isaac, who had one arm. He had a hook arm. And he, I didn't, I, he, everyone picked on him. And he was the, it's the first Jewish guy I ever met who explained to me, you know, because I remember going, what? What? You have to, what? You know, just things that kind of didn't stick the rules, but I just so many rules that I was like, whoa. You live in a fucking different world than I do in the same school. Yeah. And he, but he was a real dick in the end. Like, uh, I was like, man, it sucks that people pick him. He's kind of fat and, you know, he had the hook arm and kids were cocksuckers to him. Yeah. But he ended kids, up being. Kids a- will notice small details like that. <laughs> oh, man, right? I Dad, swear. be afraid to fuck with hook guy. One swipe nah. and he'll just like gouge your nah, eyes. Nah, he, I was very, a- he, yeah. was, he was very, he was chubby. Mm-hmm. Chubby guys very- can still swipe. I'm telling you, dude, I, I'm not like a certain hook guys scare me. This hook guy is not intimidating. That's funny. I wonder if he grew up to become, become my middle school science teacher because I had like a fat middle school science teacher who had a hook hand. And yeah, nobody was afraid of that guy's hook. Yeah, he was like super nerdy and he was like already he was going to be a big fat person. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe he got into jogging. Maybe. I know one big fat person that I started skateboarding with. He got into triathlons. Yeah. And remember, I told the story of fat kid and a and an obese twin brother. Mm-hmm. The obese twin brother is is the shredded guy because I don't know. And it was way later; it wasn't twenties. It was, you know, like thirty two or something. He got married, got his shit together, and stuff. I just remember seeing photos of him with the tri- triathlon bib on, going, "Get the fuck!" Is fat people when they lose all their weight, they got a big head and big teeth. 
Like all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, you got like a fucking face. Because you, know, you didn't have one because the fat ate it. Right. Man, I'm being no. all kinds of offensive today. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. We are here today to talk to you about Omax. Omax is offering our listeners 20% off a one-month supply of Omax Cryo Freeze. This discount also applies toward any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code Ellis. That is omaxhealth.com and enter code Ellis to get 20% off Omax Cryo Freeze and site-wide. Kevin, you've been enjoying your Cryo Freeze? Oh, yeah. As a self-admitted wuss who's just gotten back into the exercise routine, it's a godsend. Just using that roll-on CBD stuff, like sometimes when my shoulders get sore, it's awesome. Night and day difference. Yeah, well, I slam all the time now. I'm super... <laughs> you do. Um, yeah, I've decided to go to Tony Hawk's ramp and, and uh, slam as many times as possible, and I'm 49, so yeah, I don't even bother with rolling stuff on unless it's going to do something because I'm in real pain. You can check out my Instagram. I got proof. So yeah, I put this thing on my back all the time, especially right now. I'm sore as hell. You have pain that won't go away. Then you qualify for Omax cryo freeze, simple roll it over where it hurts and ice out the pain. No messy creams or horrible fragrances. Like some of those other products. Cryo freeze works within five minutes of application, improving physical training, recovery, and performance. So go to omaxhealth.com and enter code Ellis to get 20% off cryo freeze and site wide. That's O M A X health.com and enter code Ellis to get 20% off and site wide. Pretty much everybody at some point or another has been burned by one of the big wireless providers. If you've learned anything, there's always a catch when you hear about a company like Mint Mobile that offers premium wireless service starting at 15 bucks a month. It's natural. You just think, what is the catch? Is the service not there? What is going to be wrong with this? How can they be selling wireless service so much cheaper than everybody I see advertising on TV all the time? Well, what about if they don't have all of those retail stores? Who's paying for one of those stores to be in every strip mall in America? You are the customer. By not having those, Mint Mobile is able to offer premium wireless service at a fraction of the cost of all the big names. Why bother advertising in the mall when you can just use the Jason Ellis show, Michael? Indeed. We're gigantic. <laughs> Kevin, look how big you are. Enormous. Getting bigger right? all the time. Why are you big? People tremble when I walk by them in the right. street now. We're like Godzilla-esque, but not <laughs> you know, in scaly. Get your new wireless plan for 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash Alice. That's mintmobile.com slash Alice. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Alice. I also did a school like lip syncing thing that I forgot about until a couple days ago. It's so funny you mentioned that. I did, I performed George Michael's Faith. No way. I did the Limp Biscuit one in my talent show. If you'd asked Age me, groups, right? Yeah, I would have told you that I did not ever care for George Michael's solo stylings or Wham for that matter, but How I, dare I, had you. This, I had the sunglasses and I was now full circle. Yeah. You're cool. Him? Nope. Well, we weren't lip syncing, we were an actual band. You Baba Bob did with yourself. Did you do that one? Diggy diggy dog, diggy bob, diggy bob. No, no, no. no. Bob, That's kid rock. Yeah, we didn't do any kid oh, rock. Sorry. That I sounds, get those guys confused. That's fair enough. That sounds actually kind of good. I could have sworn. Not the Baba Diggy bit. Oh, you like that bit? Yeah, that's the only, yeah, that's the whole song. Oh, yeah. What was the one he did where he was just like, "No, nah, I'm Metallica now." <laughs> oh, yeah. What oh he, yeah. Like sing "Sweet Home Alabama" he just, over, over Sabbath. Over Sabbath, true. true. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he just took two and put it together. Hey, just a small town country boy yeah. from a medium sized northern city. Yeah. How's these barbecues doing? They're on fire. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. This is this is for you. You should probably leave. Yeah. My work here is done. It is really. So is mine. <laughs> I need to go track I feel like I've offended disabilities, fat people. I mean, like, you're you got your joke. <laughs> Um, Kevin, you want to Craigslist and then get the fuck out of here or what? <laughs> <laughs> what were we going to say, Michael? I have a couple different news stories. I could go a lot of different places from what we've already been talking about. For some reason, human-monkey hybrid embryos <laughs> come to mind. Human, oh, no, I heard monkey. about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to make all organs and shit, it's which means big. that they can make a fake monkey. Mm-hmm. Sorry to call it fake monkey. <gasps> I fucked up, you guys. What? I fucking insulted Chris Jericho. Oh, I and, saw that. And everyone got mad at me. But I couldn't help it, man. He put his, he said some shit where I was like, really, dude? Of all people mm-hmm. that does fake fighting for a living, you're going to call this fight fake? So I just pointed out that. Oh, you're I not know, supposed maybe, to. I was like, he's that got fight. the eye. If, if, he's, if he's like, his whole thing is, you know, synchronized, rehearsed, practice fighting with a um, written, predicted outcome. Maybe he, maybe he saw some similarities. For those of us who don't understand what we're talking about, the big fight that happened this weekend or last weekend would be Ben Askren and Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, everybody had their opinions of the knockout and sure. that it was rigged. And in my opinion, um, which I believe is is a valid one, but I also believe everyone's is valid, but it's valid to be attacked as well. I'm okay with it. Well, do you know what? I'm just going to say that, and I'm definitely not saying this to kiss your ass, you have some very, very, very unique insights into this. Not only have you trained fighting for a long time, not only do you know a lot of pro fighters, you have personally been involved in not one but two boxing matches against an MMA fighter where you knocked out the MMA fighter. Like, you've organized celebrity boxing matches that were legitimate boxing. You've seen boxers from absolute beginners straight up to professionals. I would go so far as to say, this is just my opinion, not to say that Chris Jericho's Chris Jericho's opinion is more valid than the average guy in the streets. Agreed. I think your opinion is more valid than Chris Jericho's. Agreed. Yeah. Right. I, think that's, I think those are all facts. That's all I was saying. And I might have, I did say, you know, it's weird coming from a guy that has only had fake fights. And then when I re, re- looked at it, when people got angry, I was like, oh, fuck, I guess that bit is insulting. But it was also, I don't even like Jake Paul. I like Ben Askren, but I really like boxing. And I don't really, I don't hate wrestling, but I don't really care for it. I always thought it was a bit weird, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, and even, we, we did it. And you, I was you, like, man, this shit is, yeah. is, is tough. You more than dabbled in that. You have here's a more enough. informed opinion than Thank most you, people Michael. about pro wrestling. And you do. when we were about to have that wrestling match in front of everybody versus when I'm about to have a boxing fight in front of everybody, it's fucking two different things. Of course. You are Way more nervous. I was nervous about doing the routine right. I was nervous about maybe fucking up that backflip and landing on my head. But I wasn't nervous about losing. Well, and it's an insane combination of bringing your physical baggage out there and still performing and having to do crazy athletic and acrobatic feats and also sell the thing and win over a crowd of 20,000 people. It's a fucking insane combination of skills in its own right. I think Chris Jericho is an amazing individual. Sure. I really do. I follow him. I think he's great. I do. But I also feel like, you know, it's the same. I think the reason that he might have not been that much of a fan in the first place is because of his buddy that's a wrestler that 
fought in Bellator and kind of did a couple of disrespectful things, you know, like uh, held onto a guy when the ref got him off and he said, well, yeah, fuck that guy or something. And I got a boner for it. And I said some stuff on Twitter again. So, you know, I mean, it's all my fault, a roundabout way, but it's kind of, it's who I am. If I see something that's, it's just, it seems weird to me. I think my only thing is when I would do it before and people would attack me, I would be emotional about it and then be, and then I would say to myself, maybe you could, you should keep your mouth shut if you can't handle uh, what comes back. But these days, you know, I really thought about that. I was like, you're not my, my friend. You know, we don't know each other that well. You kind of, we did have a little of a conversation recently and it was kind of like, he kind of shit on me. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. I bet you it's from the MMA guy, which is fair enough once again. But I'm, but it's somebody, I mean, I feel like um, uh, Rappinport and people like that. People, some people make a living out of having opinions that some people don't want to hear. I'm not trying to make a living out of it. I just was thought it was very obvious to me and someone should say, Hey, like you're a big time wrestler and you come to MMA and you've had, you know, you're getting these set up fights, roughly said. They're definitely not guys that are going to be close to you. And you, and you disrespected them. Sort of like, I don't like Jake Paul for being disrespectful to MMA guys and boxing guys. You're not either one yet. You should be respectful to the game that you love so much. I believe he loves it. So I really love boxing. And I did, I was like, wow, you're going to tell millions of people that. Ben Askren took a fall because I watched it over and over again. In my opinion, that shot really landed and Ben Askren really didn't want it to land and he fucking lost the fight. And when the ref said walk towards me, he fucking stepped off to the side. People want to judge that. Look at a fucking heavyweight championship fight where uh, the black guy that's fighting uh, Fury. Deontay Wilder. No, the English guy. uh, Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua lost to Ruiz. And when he lost, the ref called it because when he was in his corner and he said, walk to me, he looked over at his corner, not even looked, not even walking yet. And he called it because when you get told to walk towards me, if you don't do anything but that, it's off. You're supposed to demonstrate that your brain is currently together enough to follow simple instructions. And we all saw it. He said, walk towards me. And he went that way. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And it was a... There's slow-mos. There's, I mean, you can't fake your face through the thing when the because you joy and yeah. I watched it live. It was it was a really solid right hand. It was a, right. it was a full speed. He stepped into it both feet. He actually stepped past it after he landed it. So he threw everything into that. And Ben took it, and that's yeah. it. He lost. So, slow-mos of punches in pro wrestling tend to look way different than that. I just thought it was a weird thing. And then I don't mind wrestling people attacking me. I get that. That's their guys, but mm-hmm. yeah, part of me is like, ah, oh, man. But then I was thought, Jericho what are you? bummed. I think he unfollowed me and all that shit. Mm. But I still, I stand by my what? Like, who do I am I loyal to? Boxing or uh, Chris Jericho? Like, I'm boxing. Like, I love it. I don't even know where the rules are anymore because even when we were doing this show ten plus years ago, I can remember having Bobby Lashley on the show. Yeah, yeah. And even then, guys, still, they were not going to stand there and argue with you and tell you that wrestling was absolutely real, but they were very still uncomfortable with the fake word. Yeah. Now, I'm watching this this TV show, but I think it's evolved quite a bit is what I'm saying. I'm watching this TV show, Young Rock, which is about The Rock. I saw him post a preview of it. 
Yeah. And his dad, dude, acting as his dad is crazy. It's a pretty fun show for the whole family. It's corny as all hell. But he tells a story, for example, of when he was in high school and he knocked a kid out because the kid told him what his dad did was fake fighting. And he already knew that the code of growing up around it was you never, ever use you never, ever use that word. But the fact that they're addressing the oh, don't say that that's a dirty word around here. He's. It's a totally open thing. Yes, this is fake. They show them scripting a battle royale. That's something that The Rock remembers seeing when he was a child. Pro wrestling is fake. Everybody knows it. I thought I think they all talked about that openly now. It's a little bit like the Trump with the I, I did not lose the presidency thing. If you keep telling that story, there's a lot of people that are going to still believe it. I feel like even wrestling fans that know it's fake, they're the same. They don't really like like I remember talking to Sam Roberts about it mm-hmm. and he was learning about MMA and I was learning about wrestling. And he was, every time I used the word fake, he was like, surely there's another word you could use. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah, we don't say the F word around these <laughs> what, what, what I'm right? starting to get is that the pro wrestlers <clears throat> can say whatever they want, but the disciples aren't supposed to yeah. touch that word, which fine. Great. But I'm not that. No, it's fun. I really like it. I was we were watching Young Rock, and I said to my son, "Hey, you like this? You'd you'd really love to watch this guy have a fake as fuck fight in the ring. Let me watch you some show you some YouTube clips." The Rock was amazing at fucking pretend fighting where nobody ever actually got hurt from the blows they were throwing at each other. Yeah, and then ask him about fighting and be like, "Yeah, man, if I was in the cage, I'd get destroyed." Yeah, I'm an actor. Right. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Uh -uh. I don't think you're any weaker. I actually think you're tougher. Yeah. You know that's. That's the thing I can't stand about Jake Paul. Just admit, like, yeah, man, I'm doing pretty good for a YouTuber. I'm probably the toughest YouTuber in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Man. But don't tell everybody, you know, I mean, this is the fight game. That's what we do. And then his friends disrespecting Tyron Woodley, which is his coach was, which I was like, okay. Ah, these clout chasers. That's what he called him. Yeah. <laughs> Did he? You don't yeah. say. <laughs> it's in the pocket, ready to go at all times. That is crazy. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. Not sorry. Shout out to Canada. As a wise woman once said, Demi Lovato. Sorry. <laughs> what happened sorry. to her? And she's like, I don't like That's people a long story. tell me don't cut my hair. And I'm like, fuck you, I'll cut my hair. And I'm like, yeah, right. good for you. You go, but, girl. But I can't even remember what she used to look like. Because the person that I see now, I see because I follow Perez Hilton and he posted a video of her. Mm-hmm. And she just looks like a dude. I think she was hot, right? She was, I'll tell you everything I think I know about her. She was one of these people who was groomed in the Disney system and she was a Disney starlet. And so she was a very, very pretty, you know, princessy kind of 15 year old girl. And I I don't know anything about Demi Lovato personally. There's always been a lot of talk about them uh, doing plastic surgery to girls who are on Disney shows when they're very oh, young. Fuck. I have absolutely you don't no, that I don't know if that's right. true at all, and I don't know if that applies to her. But she's another one of these people who this predictable career path, unfortunately, where you transition out of being the Lily White G-rated Disney star, and then you want to become you know not an adult performer, but perform for adults. So singing you start, whore. You start. You become a singing whore, and you do your singing whore song, and then you get a drug problem, and then you get an eating disorder, and then you kind of have your meltdown thing. And now uh. she's on her whole comeback of reckoning with the past and claiming her identity. And I think she is um, comfortable being a little bit thicker than she was in her singing whore days. And Kevin, do you know? Did she talk about? Was it sexual? Or gender fluidity. Oh, she's gonna be. She's might be I'm, both. I might be a guy girl. 
What's it called again, Katie? He might be a him or 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 they. A they. Yeah, he's not a they. non-binary. She's a they. Yeah. Hey, everybody! Talking about athletic greens today. If you're a busy person and you're on the go and you don't get four meals of exactly what you want every day, or even if you do, why not add athletic greens to your day? Kevin, you use it every day, right? Every day. Yep. I love this stuff. It's super easy. As somebody who is constantly hitting roadblocks, trying to be healthy, trying to be fit, uh, this makes this portion of, of that aspect just super easy. You just mix the powder, throw some water in there, and I'm somebody who sometimes when I drink green drinks, uh, get a little bit of the bubble guts. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you don't with that. No, no. It's That's awesome. a giant thing because nobody, you have the most uh, I have a very... sensitive stomach out of anybody I know. Yeah. yeah. All of the bioavailable micronutrients you need and none of the bubble guts. One tasty <laughs> scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins, 75. minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, increase energy and focus, aid with digestion, yep. and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills they are offering our audience a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs simply visit athletic greens slash jes and join health experts athletes and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day simply visit athletic greens slash jes and get your free year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs today in 2021, talking about mental is finally a thing, and that's why we are excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I went to therapy, Michael. Yep. Yeah. I was um, potentially depressed, and one time I was so annoying that my um, soon-to-be wife left me. So then I went to therapy, and now she's my wife, and she likes me. Say no more. Yeah. What is BetterHelp? It is customized <laughs> online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable, <laughs> way more affordable than in-person therapy. You can get hooked up with a therapist in under 48 hours. When you're in that hole, you want help now, and BetterHelp can get you uh, can get you that help that you need. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really all about. Maybe it's not what you think it is. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Jason Ellis Show listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Ellis. That's betterhelp.com slash Ellis. I'm starting to figure it out. It's taking me like three years, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I can get with the, you're a girl that looks like a guy, him. It's not too difficult. Yeah. You're a guy that looks like a girl. Yeah, yeah, you're her. But the they ones. Always. Yeah, when it gets plural and you're talking about one person, I still don't know how to say it. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick. No, I it know. It just kind of scrambles my brain on the way out. It's like, yeah. I feel like all the gay like community. Grammar. Sorry, sorry. But everyone, you should listen to Kevin and, and believe the rest of the world when they, you know, don't get triggered by him saying, I don't know what they is. He really doesn't. We really don't. It takes time. As a guy that's really tried to not be offensive to the community because he's in it. Fuck that one's confusing to me. It's still, sorry, it's been a, our whole lives where we nobody taught us about they and, and it's not, it's just I, for some weird reason, if you tell me one time, that's nowhere near enough. I feel like we need several conversations. It's kind of like learning how to play a guitar song and, and sing it. You can't, oh, that's how you do it? For me, many, many times. <laughs> I'm There's suffering like, right now trying to play a song. 
There, there are like some Z's in there too, I believe. Is there? I think I, I, I remember seeing that. Not recently. That seemed like when it was... Wait, just a Z or they's? No, it, not they, them, but there's... It's like he and her, but the H's are Z's. His and his? Z-zer. Z, oh, at the start of it. Yeah. Nah. Katie, is there a Z-zer? I think he might be onto something. Or it was something they tried out and bailed on. I it don't know. might be a Zizer. Yeah. Zizer Zavez. Yeah, Julio Zizer. Yeah, sorry, I remember him. What is a Zizer then? I think you kind of just pick it and then tell people that's your thing. See, now you're, now you're sounding like you're kind of stabbing at him. I'm not. Yeah, now I can feel the hate in your heart again. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, oh, geez. Easy Ben Shapiro. Here we go. Here we <laughs> Jason go. Jason calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, to me, what's going on now is very, very analogous to what happened with analogous. The, yeah, analogous. And it's it's the same. It's the same, but different as like what happened with the hippies in the late 1960s. You can choose to look at woke culture, especially youth culture today, one of two ways. You can either laugh at them and mock them for the eccentric ends of it. Or you can celebrate them for the core of the message, which is a message of just human evolution and societal evolution and acceptance and recognizing the things that we all basically know are true about gender identity and sexual identity. You know, the hippies were all about, hey, guys, let's can we free our minds a little bit, smoke a little weed, love each other a little bit more. Everybody agrees with that. But you can also laugh at, you know, cults and communes. And I'm sure that I don't know what sort of crazy terminology for people they threw around for themselves back then. But go find some fucking pamphlets that were going around on campuses in 1969. I bet there's some pretty goofy shit in those, too. The core message is fine, just like it is nowadays with uh, today's current flavor of wokeness. And and, and certain people are going to celebrate the message and other people are going to mock the the, I don't I, like the, that. The I, I don't like that. I wear a mask and I've had been vaccinated and now I'm woke. I don't like that. I got put in that group at all. Yeah, I did. I'm like, like, no, I'm not. I'm not woke. Damn. I put my just my uh, vaccination card on. I'm asleep. My IG story. Completely. I'm I'm doing my damnedest to remain oblivious. I'm snoring on two feet. Right. Really? Yeah. I, I check my social media like twice a week. Believe me, I do. I have whatever the, having the opposite of. The opposite of having your ear to the ground is exactly what I have. But yeah, I posted my vaccination card. And then as soon as I did, I was like, oh, I just asked for it. But so I've gotten nothing but nothing but warm wishes and um, people. It's crazy. It's like everybody is getting vaccinated right now. I You must have had that same reaction. I hear from people who got their second shot the exact same day as me or the day before or the day after or my second one is on Tuesday. Yeah. It's like the entire fucking world is getting it right now and I fucking love it. Doctors, yeah. always been a fan. I go to them when I'm sick. <laughs> you do have to be careful well, with, those, really with those, up, um, <laughs> those vaccine cards though because people are like copying them. So you got you have to hide like the, the vaccine batch number. If you uh, Wait, so if they copy now. it, does that mean they just, oh, they make a fake card. Yeah, people will get a try and get a blank card or a fake oh. blank card, and then they just copy other people's. Why would you want to fake it. that you have it? Because so you can like get into stuff, but you don't actually have to get the vaccine because right. Bill Gates is gonna right shoot jizz up your ass or whatever. Oh. Right, you can still fly in a plane, but you don't have five G. Okay, I got it. Yeah, your internet will suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about that. I looked at it and tried to figure out if there's any sensitive information. I didn't even think about that. I don't. I don't know. 
It's every man for himself. It has been for some time now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the realest thing said on the show. It's so obvious. This is a uh, news story I've been meaning to bring up for some time. Jason, you've got a bit of Neanderthal in you. Hell yeah. <laughs> so it is possible that... Do you... You're a person who obviously has put yourself in harm's way more than most, and you've sustained worse injuries than other people. And I know that you <coughs> do not enjoy pain the way that some people or, or get off on pain sometimes, no good. Right, exactly. So basically, to cut to the chase, people who have a higher than average amount of Neanderthal genes might literally process pain differently. Yeah. And have a, I guess, a higher threshold for pain. Yeah. The idea is that Neanderthals lived in colder climates and had rougher existences than Homo sapiens. And you do need pain, right? Your body needs to be able to tell you the thing you're doing is a really bad idea. Stop doing that. Yep. But if you are going to live in a more brutal environment, maybe it needs that, that voice to be a little bit less loud. Yep. Otherwise, you're just going to be in pain all the time. Yep. So you have the pain receptors. They're just less sensitive. It is possible the more Neanderthal among us have higher thresholds for pain. It makes sense because Eddie Jackson is a really tough dude and he can't go on the cold plunge. Mm -hmm. He just can't do it. Yeah. I can tell whatever he's feeling, it's got to be worse than what I'm feeling when I go in there. It has to be. I don't think I'm that tough. I just feel like I'm number than him. Yeah. Do you think there's a, a flip side to that? You know, like yeah. the, the whole unbreakable I can't read. No, 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 no. Pain does I mean, not hurt me. Like... Neanderthal, if you have Neanderthal genes, you won't feel pain as strongly as other people. But are there some, like the flip side of that coin where like, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of a bitch and maybe that's due to my Irish background. Are Irish people Why are you going to blame an entire country on you being such a bitch? Yeah. Most of the Irish people I know are tough sons of bitches. I was going to say, Irish, Conor McGregor is Irish. We get sunburned pretty easily. That's different. That's Conor McGregor doesn't get sunburned. Mm. Russian guys get sunburned really easily. No one's calling them pussies. Yep. All right. Fair point. Figured it out now. You know what it is, don't you? I'm just a bitch. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying. I was trying to bl blame it on An my, entire country. My yeah, Irish I brethren. Yeah, I know. Oh, I saw what you were doing there, yeah. and on behalf of everybody from Ireland, you're a bitch. I kind of <laughs> wish that there was that there was a way to sort of establish what each individual's baseline is for pain because none of us knows what the other one is feeling but if we all got the exact same things inflicted on us at some point in our lives or at a couple different points like say at five and at 10 and at 15 then you kind of would know because the thing is i've always operated on the assumption that women are tougher than men and that my, yeah because they got a baby coming out of their badge they gotta be ready for hell exactly exactly yeah. but one time when my wife we've got to live with them though <laughs> hey when my wife was pregnant with our second kid, we both got the flu really, really bad. Is there anybody on the list of offended people that we haven't offended today? Because I want to make sure we get to them as well. <laughs> I mean, we still got at least a half a show left. Okay. I, pace yourself. Okay. But she and I went to the uh, to a clinic because we our flu was so bad. This is a couple of years ago. And even though I was sick, I was way more concerned about her because she was sick and she was pregnant and yeah. we totally operated on the assumption that the doctor was going to treat it that way and instead the doctor looked at her and they were just like yeah you have the you have the flu and we're going to get you some antibiotics or whatever the hell you give you for the flu and then she got to me and she's like now you I'm really 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 concerned about 
you need to go get a chest x-ray, like your temperature's higher than hers. And ever since then, I've been like, yeah, you thought that you were sicker than me, but I might just be so much tougher than you. Yeah. That I was sicker than you and I was still fucking piloting the ship. Or the Proving nurse, once again that men are so much tougher than women. Yes. Or there the nurse is. was just like, uh, all right, let's go over this way, you Irish pussy. Maybe. There he goes. Try to blame a country I again. Know, really. I know that I dropped everybody off at home afterwards and I went out and got food, despite the fact that I was the one who needed like a, a chest skin. I would just like to know. I think it would be interesting to know what you can expect. Other, like if somebody, if your kid can't put up with X, Y, or Z, is it like you need to get tough or is it, no, this person actually has a much lower pain threshold. It really you, is harder for them. Do you think the same with like natural ability and hard work? that you could work yourself into having a, le- uh, a higher pain threshold? Like if you did a sport or yeah. got in, mm-hmm. into something that right. just so happened to also cause a lot of injuries, yes. then you become better with that? I think, yeah, I think so. Because I don't think Steve Caballero is like Irish or anything, but <laughs> he's, you know, he's almost 60 and he can take a lot of pain because mm-hmm. he's been skateboarding since he was 11 and yeah. he knows what pain is like. Yeah. I think if you want something bad enough, you will yeah, endure you some through. pain, right? right? But I also people think, in the military, of course. I bet you of everybody course. that's like served has a higher pain threshold than mm-hmm. than normal people. There's no doubt about it. But it doesn't mean that that's their natural pain threshold. Yeah, I know. Right. Which means it can be taught. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like somebody that's got that hard work attitude and natural ability. Yeah. becomes like you know these pro athletes of the world or whatever. Right, you can't like fuck a, with that person. Yeah, right. but also in my experience of being an athlete, is a lot of people that just really work hard can sometimes pass natural pants. I feel like I've gotten pretty good at taking electrical pain. Prove just from, from when you're a fake um, electrician. Uh oh, I didn't even think of that. I did get zapped quite a few times when I was doing that, oh. but. Just from getting zapped over the years playing like, you know, shock collar games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the shock. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. The shock collar now compared to the shock collar the first time I put it on. Yeah, fuck yeah. And we've gotten better ones. We've gotten the ones we started off with, even on when they were maxed out. I'd say don't even compare to the current ones we have when they're at half power. They still sell new ones. Does that mean they put them on dogs still? I think so. That is not cool. I think so, because... Uh, not that long ago, probably in the last year or so, maybe Petco, one of the big brands, announced that they were no longer going to carry them. You can still get them. That uh, doesn't mean that they're not that they're illegal. They should only be for comedy boxing. Really, we can start a a brand. We you know what we that. should do? I did this game yesterday with Alan Joban and this dude KC, some weightlifting guy who's got a prosthetic leg. He's got his leg blown off in the war. Um, but we did stomach punches. I've seen it on YouTube and shit where you stand next to each other and you punch somebody and then the next person punches. You go down the line and then come back up until people quit. So you, I get punched and then I throw a punch back in the stomach. But uh, we should do that while with shock collars on at, like at a Alice Mania. Yeah. We just get a line of fans and they just go back and forth down the line punching each other in the stomach while everybody electrocutes them. Fun, right? Yeah, that's a really good idea. Because then the person who's not getting punched, you can electrocute him. So not only are you watching the people punch each other in the stomach, but over here down the other end of the line are people getting zapped. So it's a it's a line of just constant entertainment and pain. Yeah, it's like a it's an Ellis Mania conga line. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. The next Ellis Mania because there's been a big break yeah. and there's like a a, a creative spurt. It, it, I feel like there's this one has the potential to be the best one. 
I don't care about people coming. I'm talking about like the actual fights. Yes, yeah, the art. Yeah, because creatively, Lewis, me and Lewis, that's like a bunch of fights. It's good ones. Yeah, I'm excited. If it happens, I'll be excited too. You two, Kevin and Jason, of late have talked more than once about meeting out vigilante justice. Yeah, it's kind of a recurring theme. I'm very yeah, good at man. that. I really would like to do that. So I had thought that the guardian angels were mostly a thing of the past. Uh, so the guardian angels were this thing when New York was in the absolute shit, like the warriors era, late seventies, these people appointed themselves as guardians of the city and they'd go around, they'd wear these like red beret things. And it wasn't like they really physically get involved. It's not like they're going around beating up criminals. They're just intervening if somebody is is having a crime committed they're there assisting the person who's having the crime committed and saying hey we're gonna you know call the police yada 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 they can't get physical right i don't i have to think push comes to shove if the guy's like oh really? i mean if he attacks take, you you take, can yeah take a picture guardian angel i'm going to continue assaulting this old lady i have to think guardian angels have gotten physically involved i don't know that like is restraining I mean, I guess at this right. day and age, they could say that he assaulted me. But if you were just saying, look, I was restraining him from beating somebody up in the train. Yeah. Surely the judge sees that as. In this day and age. So they travel in pairs. I say the one guy does some phys- some legally physical the stuff. The other it. guy films it. That's what I would do. Yeah. So I'd known, I don't know how to say the guy's name is Curtis Sliwa or Sliwa. I know his name and I often forget the connection. He's the actual founder of the Guardian Angels. Still alive? Still alive, and he does a radio show in New York. He has... Man, he's old. A radio show. Yes, can you imagine? What's that like? Right. People have these, they have these like rabbit ears, and they receive signals <laughs> no. floating through space. Bullshit. And uh, he still wears the hat. He still looks pretty cool. And th- I guess, you know, street violence is back up in New York, and he, they currently have 300 active guardian angels in the city, and they usually patrol in groups of five or six, but Curtis Sliwa, sure hope I'm saying that name right, has announced that they're going to split them down into pairs in order to offer more widespread coverage. So that means at any given time, there can be as many as 150 pairs of guardian angels patrolling the streets of New York, which is to say... <laughs> I don't see why you guys can't be a two-man guardian angels out here. Because you can film. Yeah. You can do that. I can be the filmer, yeah. So we just, like, walk around trains and shit. Man, I'm going to, if I'm doing this, I want uh, body armor because I'm not getting fucking murdered in a fight if someone stabs me. I need shit that that stops, Yeah, like, all in the stomach area. I need some kind of thing. You know what I mean? Chest area where it stops. Knives. Who? Chainmail. Yeah, yeah. I need a chainmail thing underneath my jacket. He will be literally going medieval. Can I? Yeah. Can I just go as a knight, a literal knight? (laughs) I don't think they'll let you on the train with that helmet. So no one will stab me. No, I'll say it's like my COVID mask. If you have a flip up one and go here I am, and then you flip it down when you're on the train, that that's acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I'll just let everybody know. See, I'm not. I'm very non-threatening. And then what about if you just dress like the gladiator? Did he have a dress on? Is he a loincloth guy? I'm pretty sure the gladiator had a, like a dress on and it was like a miniskirt. It wasn't even very long. Oh, right. They would just have like the tidy whities of the day. I don't think he had, I mean. And then he'd have, have sort of a, a micro skirt, didn't he? I mean, maybe he oh, did come on. The they movie, wore the, so he ma- couldn't show Russell Crowe's anus. But do you think in Roman times they made undies? Well, yeah. I mean, not undies per se, but very short shorts. 
something that would protect the penis. Like so, maybe I guess they must have had something to hold the package. Yeah, but I believe jump in Roman backwards. times they wore dresses, like like mm-hmm. short kilts, kind of. Right, right. They didn't wear pants, right? No, they didn't. I think you're right. I don't think that they wore pants. I guess I was just maybe I have just been. I've got the seed has been planted in my mind by watching movies where they couldn't just show every. Like if they had shorts, dumb. why not just wear shorts? You never see. Did you ever? Because I feel like yeah, we're watching Russell Crowe mm-hmm. as a fucking a, a Roman. Then yeah, great, you've got underwear on. But back in Roman times, did they? Did you wear like a g-string to hold your dick in under the kilt? Because remember, Scottish people they didn't wear anything, right? It's a kilt and then it's nude. I think I remember hearing that because that in it, once again movies because I didn't read the book. Sorry. But, you know, when you pull your kilt up and you wave your dick at somebody, that tells me you didn't have any underwear on. That's usually a good sign. Yeah. Right. And it kind of made more sense for them because their kilt is long. So what are the odds of your fucking dick coming out anyway? Well, maybe in the Roman days, it was probably way more difficult to knit pant legs, even if they're going to be short, right, than to earlier. just drape something around. and Right. It. That makes sense. Like Indians, yeah. but Indians yeah. wore the same thing. But, I, you know, in movies, it shows that they've got Another thing underneath holding their their dick and balls. Right. And I always thought, did in the back in the day, did they? Right. I'm picturing something that's like a classic, the most basic thing that a pro wrestler might wear. Like a cup of sorts. In the in the ring. Not so much a, a cup, but just like very small briefs, but not they're not white. I picture them being sort of like tan or brown. Just how would you make them up? Right, exactly. And 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 so I I just Googled it and I find two wildly different answers. One is no, Romans and Greeks didn't wear pants, they considered them barbarous. But now here's another thing that literally has a picture of a statue of a guy and it says ancient Romans wore underwear, simple hip covers tied on both sides and picture something that's a little bit more like Jesus on the cross or like Indian dudes kind of thing. It's more of a Uh, like a diaper fabric thing. You could do that. You could do that, but which would be more comfortable? Because when you're saying undies, I'm definitely fighting in undies. Right. But if you're saying you're going to tie a fucking... uh, some blanket around my dick on the sides of it and shit. Maybe they had it down and it was very comfortable. I don't know. Well, that I feel like that would be if you're, you know, going to the market to buy some bananas, I'm going to free ball it. But if I'm going to battle a lion, I'm, I want like my dick kind of tucked back. a little. Okay, I, I believe that the guy in tunics were not wearing underwear. That uh, that's for, like the, the flowing robes, like okay. you know, friends, Roman, countrymen, yeah, yeah, let me yeah, hear yeah, yeah, yeah. No underwear. That guy's for free enough. balling all day. So I need to find out more specifically about Roman soldiers are centurions, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Did centurions <laughs> wear pants? Because you got to think, if you ever ran, if you ever ran naked, yeah. Your dick and balls goes fucking ham. <laughs> like if I one time I ran and I videoed slow mo and my balls and my dick like jump from one side of the earth to the other, they're like hurting each other. Yeah, it's like they're fighting. Yeah, so I feel like depending, I don't know, maybe that's because I'm not used to running with no pants on. Because you know, it's, it's better to kind of use no shoes if you're fighting because you want to be able to feel the ground better. Yeah, but. Maybe people preferred to be not swinging in battle. But I was, if you're going to fight a lion, I would definitely have something tied down because he could bite that off. Yeah. If you jump back to like avoid yeah. a bite. Yeah. And the penis one, is the, staying. It's like a cartoon. One, right. You Imagine jump back, that, penis dude. stays where it is. Imagine if a lion could just got like a hold of half your dick and started. That's your, the battle's over. 
Yeah, but you know, if I've learned one thing about history, it's what seems completely commonsensical in one era is, or even in one part of the world, is like crazy somewhere else because they have a totally different set of you know the hierarchy of logic of maybe it would stifle your virility. So who would fucking dare or, or, or just the fucking yeah. people we hate wear them. So they're fucking stupid. That'll do it too. That'll yeah. Boy. Romans most certainly did wear underwear says historynet.com. I found a list of all the things a centurion wore and it didn't include underwear but it didn't say they didn't wear underwear. And you could see where maybe they're leaving that out because it's like when you talk about what is a, what is a, a Marine wear? Are you really going to mention underwear? Or is that just yeah. kind of taken for granted? Well, it's weird. It, the only reason we're asking is because you got a fucking dress on. Yeah, right. And for sure, mm -hmm. if it's a short dress or whatever the fuck the real name is, in Roman times, often regular people saw everybody else's anus and balls. That's what that means. So this guy... If you bend over and you didn't have that on, I'm seeing your fucking weird-ass bull asshole. John thing. Gutman, researcher, says... <laughs> such a weird look for people. The Romans, like numerous people before them, most certainly did wear underwear, the most fundamental of which was a loincloth knotted at both sides. That's the thing I referred to earlier. Went under such names as sublicaculum or subligar. Man, undies is a way better name. Mm-hmm. Boxers. I don't know. I do kind of like sublick and colon. That's a, that's a sweet it's, name. It's a button. Nice. Nice. <laughs> sublick nice. and colon. Good for you. <laughs> um, this guy wrote an article about how he... Well, he can't understand why everybody's making fun of him because of the article he wrote about the time that he lived as a turkey. Wait, he lived as a man from Turkey or the bird? No, he didn't live as Turkish. He lived as a turkey. Did somebody else like bring him grains and water? Because turkeys can't go to the store, right? I guess he had to do double duty. He found like a, a, a flock of oh. turkeys. Oh, and he just lived with them like he hung out with them all day. And then when it was late, he went home to bed. In the early 90s, yeah. He was living on a Lame. large tract of land in rural Florida, working as a wildlife artist and researcher. One day, he was given a dog bowl full of wild turkey eggs by a tractor driver who had almost driven over them. Acting fast, he got an incubator at short notice, turned the eggs twice a day, as a turkey hen would and basically tried to mother them. Ew. I think he's trying to have sex with turkeys. I don't think he had sex with them. I, guess I think he, he does now. Well, he doesn't do this all happened back in the nineties. So oh, he really probably dead now. He really put his all into this. He found out the kinds of noises and purrs a wild turkey would make. And he regularly vocalized at the unborn turkey eggs to get them accustomed to his voice. And when uh, so when they came out of the eggs, they thought he was turkey mom. It kind of sounds like this guy fucks turkeys. I was gonna say, what's that guy, Man. the director guy that Married his baby. Woody Allen? Yeah. He's like the Woody Allen of turkeys. <laughs> he's just raising this these turkeys to slob his knob. Mm. Wow. I mean, do you really Katie? You guys all <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like foie gras of dick. Can I have your liquid death? I'm fucking thirsty, bro. I'll get you another one from upstairs. We Look, got liquid death. You all are very, very, very close to your pets. Oh, I, I don't own any animals at all. Because you have no soul. 
You heartless charlatan. I have never, it has never made me assume that you all had sexual relationships with the animals that, yeah. you, that you love okay, and name but and here's, feed. Yes, but here's the difference. I didn't um, become a dog and live in Burger's bed mm-hmm. from birth. <laughs> And fucking, <laughs> and then like chew up food and and vomit it into Burger's mouth. I just became Burger's, uh, you know, soulmate. I'm Burger's owner. I guess it sounds kind of racist, but yeah, <laughs> that word is for sure gonna fall out of fashion in a right? lifetime. Yeah, because I don't fucking. own Burger. Bur- I mean, Burger owns. Yeah, well, you, you, except you do, in every legal sense. I'm Burger's t- caretaker. That sounds like Burger's really old. Burger fucking went to the dentist yesterday and got a bunch of teeth pulled out of her face. Why? It, she, one day I woke up like two weeks ago and her face is all puffy. And it's usually because sometimes Burger licks bees. She's not like super smart. Um, <laughs> but this time it like looked different. So Katie took her to the vet and turns out she got like rotten teeth and some kind of abscess or something. Right, baby? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, a whole bunch of shit. So we had to make an appointment and she had to get knocked out and get a whole bunch of shit cut out of her face. So when she came home yesterday, she was on heroin and her face was like, her lip was stuck like that. So she was just like, she was like drooling and not all there. She's kind of, she bounced back. Yeah, no, she's, yeah. I'm just happy somebody in the house can get that high. I'm happy for her. Scientists say that it's becoming it's going from impossible for humans to regrow teeth to becoming something that might be very possible in the not too distant future. I guess that's cool. I think it's too late for me after the things that have gone on. The, the oh, horrors. That's right. You the, got fucked up teeth. The horrors that have happened. How are they now? Uh, chewing both sides, feeling good. Oh yeah. 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 Thank you. There was a, Two year long process of getting an implant in one and that side. All work, no, it's all sitting in there. You got your fangs. Uh, actually, or do you have to go back again? I have had to have some work done on it, but just sort of like upkeep kind of shit. More Nothing like the bad. more like the dentist fucked up and something fell out, and he needed to put it back in, kind of thing. Yeah. Right, but like nothing is regrowing in the place where they killed the root and then put the fucking screw hole in and then put the screw oh, in. Dude. Yeah, no, no, it's no, the, if the they ship can figure, for me. If they can figure out another way where you don't have to go through that process, then fuck yeah. That would that's that's the same as uh um yeah you want your hair back, take this pill. Not you want your hair back, I'm gonna pull your fucking anus hairs out and stick it on your forehead. You know? Big difference. Got a big giant scar on the side of my head because you cut a bunch of hair out of my scalp and then put it somewhere. Fuck that shit. Right, right. I mean they swear that it's a lot of things are coming sooner than you might think uh you know replacing in a much more common way ligaments and even organs wow yeah yeah that'd be handy i mean if they could regrow teeth uh um i I imagine regrowing bones of some in some way probably isn't too far off yeah for all those people who've lost bones (laughs) yeah yeah if your like arm falls off just grow a new arm right slap some skin on it you're chilling. What about a bone, just an extra bone, like a baby's arm? I was thinking about that. I'd like a baby's arm and my taint an so extra I could finger? myself off hands-free. Or you could grow like spikies out of your knuckles. And Ooh, like natural... wolverine shit? Yeah. I know that we were talking about before the show started, but one tit in the middle of the chest could get this show bigger downloads. It's a brand. You know, every I'll just go on shows with no shirt on. Definitely wouldn't cost us any downloads. That's for sure. Right. I probably cost <laughs> sure. No. 
people love people who are uh, sexually ambiguous these days. That is, and of all the things that divide us, that is one thing that brings everyone together. I mean, everybody's got to see Cyclops tit like once, right? Yeah. Do you think everybody's seen two girls, one cup? Or a little bit of it, um, at least? Probably a certain age. Everyone listening to this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think my grandparents saw it. Do you think that my son knows about it? No. No, I don't. You think they missed a generation? I think so. I hope so. I st- I'm st- So I saw it once and I was like, cool, I got it. And at the time, I, I mean, really- it's not that hard to get. <laughs> right. But I just sort of like saw it, acknowledged, moved on. I didn't. I don't think I watched the whole thing. I think I watched about as far as many people watched it. Once you get the idea, you're you don't need to see it through to the credits or anything. <laughs> I, the credits. <laughs> oh, if you I, watch you that shit to the credits, you that's a fucking tell. I hear Thanos shows up at the end. You got problems. <laughs> I at the time assumed that it more likely than not it was fake. Yeah, I thought it was um, funny, chocolate yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. In her, they injected it in her bum and then she pooed it out. That's what I thought. So she really does shoot like chocolate mousse out of her ass, but it's not actually poop. That's my theory, yeah. Because you could definitely squirt a bunch of um, like poo f- textured stuff yeah. up your own butt and shit it out. I mean, I probably watched, this might come as a shock, I might have watched less of that video than you guys. Um, once I saw the cup, because I didn't even know what it was, I just saw a cup go up to an anus. Instantly filled up with poop, and then the girls licking it like it was ice cream. And I was like, "Ah, right, that's that's funny." You know, but then I heard that they like barf all over each other afterwards. Do they? Oh, I really didn't watch that. Then I can't confirm it because I didn't make it that far. But I heard like the poop makes them barf. Then they're barfing all over each other. And then they're eating the barf. And then there's oh. more poop. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I could be fucking wrong. More. I could be a hundred percent wrong. I can't believe. We should text Catherine. Nobody mentioned that bit, and that's been playing for twenty years. Did you know? Here's the bit that nobody ever mentioned to me. Did you know that Two Girls One Cup is a trailer? Wait, there's a whole movie. Yeah, where they're constantly eating shit. I don't know what else happens. In what else could happen? Where do you go from there? Two Girls One Cup is the unofficial nickname of the trailer for the 2007. Brazilian scat fetish pornographic film Hungry Bitches. Katie, get me <laughs> Hungry me. Bitches. I'm writing it down. Immediately. That is a great uh, late night movie. The trailer features two women defecating into a cup, taking turns <laughs> in what appears to be consuming the excrement and then vomiting into each other's mouths, playing throughout the video. Lover's Theme by Hervé Roy. Well, that's important. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, because Catherine Wood sent me um, people eating shit, and it does, their one does look less like real poo than the other ones Catherine Wood has sent me. Yeah. Ugh. Man, just And I really word. feel like your vomiting thing, you just fucking made up. That is not in there at all. You just Catherine, said it was. Yeah. It's a fact that they eat their own vomit. Yeah. How does... That means everybody was, like I said, nobody watched it to the end. Viewers often speculate that the apparent feces are actually food substances such as refried beans, ice cream, or peanut butter. (laughs) Fuck. To the best of my memory, I'm more in like the gelato, froyo ice cream range of this. I always just thought it looked like a kind of like a souffle. Some speculate that the vomit is real, but was regurgitated before reaching the stomach and does not contain any gastric acids. Like when you're, when I was a kid, I skipped like two weeks of school. 
by making myself barf. Yeah, yeah. Chug a bunch of iced tea and then just throw it up right away. And it's just iced tea coming back up. Yeah, but it's still, yep, sure. Great. Look, here it is. It's ice chocolate ice cream. She's squirting out of her anus. I, as a guy, will, you know what I mean? I wash my butt out. I do butt play all the time. I, I don't want any, I don't want to eat anything that came out of your butt. No, and, I'm right there with you. And if you do uh, chug a bunch of milk and then vomited it, I don't want, and, and I really like, let's say I really like milk. I don't want that milk anymore. No, and you're not going to comfort me by saying, oh, don't worry, it didn't make it down to my stomach yet, yeah, so there's it no bile. Yeah, it like, doesn't have any acid in it. Oh, well, in that case, cool, just fucking barf all over me. But she probably got paid a lot of money, I would hope. They probably didn't, didn't they? I'm sure they didn't get paid a lot of money. I can't remember if they were hot or not. I feel good about myself. This story's bad, but I feel good, I feel good about my interactions with these two ladies. I, feel I was like, like, oh my God, I'm out. Good move. I feel like they were pretty average looking yeah. porn ladies. I can't remember. Which is usually what you get for the extreme fetish kind of stuff. In Shocking stuff. Very limited experience. What about this, Michael? Mm -hmm. Get one tit and then shoot stuff out of my anus and Kevin, you eat it while you're getting electrocuted. Uh, that sounds like it could work. While I'm in the background <laughs> gently singing Lover's Theme by Hervé yeah. There you go. <laughs> the producer themselves argued in court that the excrement was actually chocolate ice cream. Oh, he just didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, hey, it says unsuccessfully argued. What about oh. this? What about if I put a bowl in my ass and I get uh, upside down so my ass is facing in the air? And then I shoot the ball out of my ass. And at the same time, you time it and hit the ball with a baseball bat out of the out of the park. Um, and you do it from an angle where you don't see my hole. Is that a video that we could have on YouTube? I'm just thinking about promotional. I like our chances. We could, right? Yeah. What about if I stuck a lit joint in my butt and blew you a shotgun with my ass? <laughs> Wait, man. Would you, it's a wait, shame we you, missed this year's 420. Wait a minute. Are you going to take the joint out of your ass first? I haven't thought of that. that how do I shotgun um, it if the fucking joint's still in your hole? Like no, you're going to take gonna a do, drag with your bum hole. Okay. Then pull the cigarette, then pull the joint out. And then I'm going to put my fucking mouth over your anus. So what I'm going to do yeah. is I'm going to take a lit joint, yeah. put it up my butt, yeah. train my butt to take a hit. Then yeah. I'm going to take the joint out. I know turn I can it around, take a hit. I know I can do it. And I'm going to gape my butt a little bit and stick the cherry in, but wait and clench my butt after the cherry's in so I don't burn myself. And then I'm going to blow the smoke out of the business end. And then you just put your mouth up to it like a regular shotgun. Mm. And I'll, You're be gonna, gonna, I'll be on the other side doing a TED Talk so we can hit all demographics. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, yes, I'll do that. I would do that. Yeah. If you could really suck weed out of the joint and blow it back out with the joint still in your anus, this is a this is one of those videos that you should have an OnlyFans account because if that joint tips or falls out mm -hmm. and burns your rectum, you don't want to you don't want to blow that out, and it's no. not sexual. That's no, pure entertainment. But That's this a is real bad worth day, doing. Though. We could do this. We might need somebody with a more talented butt than me. I might just be the idea guy here. Well, I could do it, but I just don't want my my butt is so ugly. Lee Raven, I feel like, could pull it off. Yeah, that's a better looking, and that makes everything way better for everybody. Yeah, like a really cute girl's 
anus sucking it. You ever see in Thailand girls' vaginas smoking cigarettes for days? Might have been Mexico. It was one of those things where you could probably have probably have sex with a donkey. Yeah, some one of those countries. Right. And she was puffing mad cigars, mate, just like blowing it out. She well, might have done wrong rings. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. No, she was nasty. Ring. Wait, okay, because to to do rings, ice. Because there's a way you can exhale. Well, it's same as with the joint. You can exhale through a cigarette, right? Like you can either you can blow smoke out of the cigarette, or you can inhale smoke and then blow it out of your mouth. For somebody to actually really smoke and blow rings with their vagina, they need to be getting air in, and then while you're holding it, blowing it out a different part of the hole, like Keith Richards playing guitar and smoking at the same time. Dude, she was doing it. <laughs> Type in. Yeah. No. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on the fucking Hungry <laughs> Bitches Wikipedia page, okay? <laughs> I did my time. Now type in pussy smoking lady. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, your computer's going to be like, nah, feds, they're coming over. It's been a great show. Is it? It's over? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going to do Aussie News. All right, we're not. We're oh, do not. you want to? I don't know. I think it was a time Let's to do it. No, we can do it. We can totally right. do it. I was ready to do it. I insist. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't want to anymore. I've lost where the button was, you bastard. No, you're going to want to know about this. All right. We begin in Australia. Australia Zoo on the Sunshine the news, They were shocked. They the Australian correspondent. This is Aussie News. Kind of, by the way, a related story. Remember the guy who was fined for farting at a police officer? Yeah. He is fighting for his right to fart at a police officer. He and his lawyer in a court of law have claimed that farting at the police is protected under the freedom of expression. He has a right to free speech, and so does his ass. Yeah, I'm for it. And you don't speak ass, so that could have been like, I really like you, officer. So is it okay, in your opinion, if an officer has... Let's say probable cause. This guy was just sitting on a park bench. I don't know what he was doing, but let's just say the officer has probable cause and he comes over and he goes, hey guys, I'm just wondering what you're up to over here. And you just like turn over and get knees up, ass out on the bench and just cut a huge, loud, rude fart at the cop. Is that okay in your opinion? Yeah. I mean, is, can he be like, really dude, you know, watch what next, next thing you do. You can give him a warning or you can't even really give him a warning. It's a fart. You're not, you know, police, you get too far. Like, I'm not allowed to offend you because you're a guy. Like, you're going to, what are you going to do? Shoot me? You're going to arrest me? You're going to give me a ticket for farting? It's really over the top. Right. Like, if you could be a bigger person and go, you idiot, and laugh it off. Somebody tell that asshole to shut up. Yeah. Like, that's really what you should be saying. None of this other, like, you're going to go to jail or potentially beat you a little bit. It's stupid. So the judge shot down his argument and he said it was inappropriate for him to fart at the legally inappropriate for him to fart at the officer. And he is planning to appeal all of this over, I think a $500 fine that got bumped down to a $100 fine. He's fighting the hundred dollars. I think it's fair. I'm going to get a $100 fine for a fart. If I fart around you guys, imagine if you were like, no dude, you really owe me money. And I'm like, why? They're like, dude, I seriously hate farts. And it was rude. I said, please don't fart. I was just, you know, like if you argued it, if I thought about if I farted at your kid's birthday, that's inappropriate. Yeah. But you were like, you're going to pay me. That's how this is going to get settled. Must have been a hell of a fart. 
Must have been very, very bad. Well, it was. It was just, I don't think it was just a fart. Yeah. yeah. It's just a thing you wouldn't do because you're in fear of the officer. And I don't think we should live in fear of officers. Elsewhere in Australia, the uh, the Navy unveiled a $2 billion boat, a vessel. And they had like a ceremony and they were all like the official military people with all of their military. They didn't hit it with a champagne bottle and break the front end off, did they? No, they didn't. The 101 doll squadron dancers dressed up in red tops and black booty shorts and red berets and twerked up a storm. Are these girls? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And a lot of people decided that it was inappropriate to twerk to, as it turned out, a Sean Paul song. Give me the light. It wasn't Give Me the Light. Oh, such a good song. <laughs> so that many, so many hits. Oh, man. Yeah. Give Me the Light. Uh, uh, like Lou? Something. Oh, like got like an electric, electric like one or something as well. My one, my Timeless. <laughs> I've got his album. Really? Yep. That's the one thing you have in common with my wife. That's almost where our relationship ended. We went on our first date and I got in the car. <laughs> I was like, I can see how you can take like, people that are into that the wrong way. This is an album track. You've got the fucking album. You didn't just get a CD single of Sean Paul. You yeah. fucking plunked down 1498. How are the deep cuts? Oh, I, yeah. they're all the same. I don't really no, they're... want to be a podcast. Pass the lie. You're a fucking. <laughs> he goes. He has. He has a huge range. <laughs> so the um, the Royal Australian Navy had to omit the twerking from their official summary video. It was like the classic thing from an 80s movie where there's the old ladies that are fainting because a bunch of big booty bitches are twerking in front of the $2 billion vessel. The Trinity, that's the album I have of Jean Paul's. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Amazing. 2005, The Trinity. He has like uh, Head in the Zone. That's not even the big one. We'd be burning. Holy shit. Burning what, I wonder? Send it on, mm-hmm. ever blazing. It's one of my favorites. Blazing what? I wonder. Right. <laughs> Get up to me. I did. Wait a minute. We'll check this one out. I de emikni. He might have said a bad word there. I de emikni. I de emikni. I'll play for a second. Idiamin. We might be able to. We might check if we're allowed to say that. Nothing like the light. Thank you. <laughs> Rangy. That album was his Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yes, yes, fair enough, Bucker. And finally, in Aussie news, a link that you shared with us. What is this exactly? Oh, the I thought you didn't have it to play it. I can play the audio of it. Oh, okay. That's probably yeah. for the best anyway. Uh, so this is just like a uh, gas station, one of those ones in Australia where it's a 7 eleven kind of thing where you can get gas and you can get some treats. And in Australia, you can probably get beer. And it's late at night and a biker, two bike guys, motorcycle guys have parked their bike close to this guy's car. And it's just a some SUV. And these guys are the guys that I grew up with. This is the kind of people that I had around in my house, the people that spoke like this. And it's a father and son, and the father uh, says, I guess the guy, his backpack touched the guy's car, and he's been disrespectful by by doing that. And then I guess the guy that he gets up and gets in an argument with is disabled. He has an arm missing. So he talks about his arm, and 
says the word cunt <laughs> more than any other person that I have. Like, and it's not a fake, like he's trying to be funny in saying that word. It's That's his natural lingo. And his son is regurgitating the same shit behind him. Dude, the son is so fucking annoying. He's just like a little parrot yapping from behind, hiding behind his dad. It's, but it's the, just a little pussy. It's the unarmed man's son? No, the unarmed, no, the, the fully armed dad and, and his, his son. His son. Okay, okay. Yeah, pissed right, off convenience the, the, guy. I know I it's understand. weird. A motorcycle guy has a fake arm, but they can do a lot of stuff. I wasn't sure if he had a fake arm or if it was just in a sling, like he broke it or something. No, he has hard a, to... Yeah, and that's why... The, and then the guy starts... He's like, why are you going to fight me, cunt, or something? And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm disabled. And then he's, yeah, why don't you wipe your fucking dick with your good arm, you cunt? He, ah. says, he says a lot of... All right. Yeah, it's I'm great. Ready. Maybe fast forward to when he goes over there. Don't touch my fucking car, cunt. I'll start touching your fucking bike. Yeah. All right, you fucking dickhead. Get in the car. You're a fuckwit, mate. Fuckwit? Don't touch the fucking car with your bad tongue. You're lucky you got a fucked arm, mate. You get me punched in the fucking head. Why is it chopping up? Because they're bleeping it. They're trying to bleep it and they just give up at some point. That's, that's the one I gave you? Yeah. Don't touch people's cars, you fucking rude. See, you keep saying cunt, but they bleep out like the fuck. There's the yappy kid. That's the son. What was that, cunt? What was that? What was that? And he's holding two ice cream cones, too. No, it's so hard to look tough with ice cream cones. His son and his son and his dad, they switch head. You can stop it. They switch. Uh, ice creams. Yeah, hold my cone. Hold, yeah, hold. Hey, hold, he goes right. Cut. That's it. And he gives both his ice creams <laughs> to his son. I'm like, what the fuck? So wait, do they have, do they have to bleep every fuck but leave all the cunts? At some point, they just give up and they they uh, like just miss. get it to the bit where they give up. <laughs> um, they I don't know if they ever fully give up, but they're like bleeping the wrong spots. They're but clearly the, very bad at bleeping. They're the very ambig. Get my ass. You'll get your ass kicked, man. What happens then? You do you get your disabled guy? Yeah, then. Off you little fuck with Get back in the fucking car! Make me cunt! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, cunt, make me you little fuck with fucking head and saying cunt. Yeah, you fucking little fuckhead. Is this fun for you, man? Is this how you get your jollies? Hey, you, you rude cunt, cunt, touch my fucking car again, I'll fucking touch you your bike, up. cunt. You almost hit the car when you rock up, you, you fucking cunt. dog shit cunt. cunt. Mum has trouble getting <laughs> in the car and you're touching the car with your bag. We can hear it and see it, cunt. Scratching like <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to calm hey, everybody down here, can't. You're lucky you don't tell me to get my fucking car, can't. Don't fucking tell me to get my fucking car, can't. It's great stuff. Though. I love I love that the guy said that. Is this just what you do for fun? Because that's precisely what I was about to say. This is yeah. the fucking highlight of this guy's month getting to yell at somebody for touching his car with a bag. Yeah, yeah. it was like he lined him up as somebody he, he knew he could take, and he was like, let me show my son how tough I am, which is a. Uh, a real tell on how some people raise kids and how sometimes it's it, it surprises you when somebody comes up to you and says ridiculous shit and wants to find you. Like, what kind of a person does that? Well, somebody where their father tried to fight people in front of 7-Eleven to show off. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to show you, son. Here, hold me ice cream cones. I'm going to beat up this disabled cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he didn't really want to fight, it was just more of a watch me intimidate these people. Watch me be a bully is really what it was. Exactly. It's almost better in a way because he can't fight that guy. It's like yelling at a lady. It's yeah. like, I can't, I know I actually can't 
past the threshold. So it's kind of fun because there's no chance of, even if I win a fight, me catching a little bit of damage on the way, I would never beat up a guy with no arms. So See, I, I would be fucking humiliated. I would be like, um, I don't know. I'm always trying to find the scenario where I lose. But if I start yelling at some guy like, oh, maybe I have a chance because he's got an arm off and he's a fucking biker. He could just take his helmet with his good arm and bonk you over the head with it and you're out. Yeah. Or no, so really all one arm men should be feared even more so. Or just bikers. Like this guy's got his, like the guy has bitch tits, the guy that's doing all this yelling. Yeah, no, he doesn't look like the 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 most, I'm not that scared of this man. No, his bitch tits and double fisting vanilla ice cream cones isn't very intimidating. He definitely loves his dairy. You can tell by his tits. And he's going off against two bikers. One of them does have one arm. But yeah. they both have helmets, and they both have at least one good swinging you arm. You could still punch somebody with a fucking uh, amputee arm. Yeah. If that's holding onto a motorcycle, it can smash you in the face. But we've talked enough. We've helped so many people. You've learned so many things, and we've offended everybody. And if we missed anybody, fuck you too. Get you next week. Don't die. Guess what? Onnit.com forward slash Alice gets you a discount on all Onnit supplements and a discount on some other stuff that they got there. If you go to their website, you'll see it's very fancy. It's got all these little things to help you be super shredded and uh, make your butt like, what is that one where they bounce a penny off it or something? They bounce something off. You can bounce a lot of money off your ass is what I'm saying. <laughs> I do that all the time. 
Honor.com forward slash Alice. And then Lean Feast, also helping the ping in the thing that bounces off your bootay because they have meals that are already prepped and you can order them. You go through this giant menu. And if you go to leanfeast.com, you'll see that they have a bunch of different places where near you, hopefully, where you can get it delivered. And then you can pick the portions and this and what kind of meats and carbs and all that stuff so you can be live a super healthy diet without having to like do stuff. It'll just be there. You do you put it in the fridge and then when you want to eat it, you put it in the microwave and Bob will be your uncle. If you use code Alice, you'll get a 10% discount and you're welcome. Coolven is the heated uh the heated bag, insulated bag that has uh a room for cold drinks and all that stuff, and then a top heated system where it's got a heat pad underneath and you can plug it in in your car or whatever it is and you can and you can keep your food warm so cold stuff and hot stuff in the same bag how do they do it i don't know but if you go to cool-ven.com you will see how they do it it's microchip technology it's serious shit and if you use code alice you get a 10 percent discount and listen listen to me do you like meat good because if you go to stayclassymeats.com they have the greatest meats of all time, and they don't have any. Wait, now I sound like Donald Trump, but they sound. It's great. It's got really. It's got sensational meats, uh, and it's grass fed, and it doesn't have any. What does it have, Tully? I mean, Katie. I'm doing great right now. This is a great commercial. <laughs> no added hormones. That's no antibiotics. What it is. Yeah, all that stuff. So go to stayclassymeats.com and use code Alice. There you get a discount. You are freaking welcome. 